0: Greetings from the sound booth. I'm Jonathan alongside Theo, and today we're going to be talking about some college basketball for you guys.
1: Um, the season just started last week, and there's already been some very exciting games. Uh, which teams do you think have been most impressive to start the season off?
0: Um, for me, I think it was definitely Duke. Um, on opening night of the season, they they went on a neutral, neutral court and dropped almost 120 points on who was then the second-ranked team in the country and they fell, they fell way back, I think, out of the top 15 um, in Kentucky. So, and, and they did that with a trio of freshmen. Um, they had three freshmen that outscored the entire Kentucky team, uh, 89-84. So I think that Duke has definitely been one of the more impressive teams this year, and I, I can definitely see them taking it all.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think Duke has been very impressive. I think their three freshmen could potentially be the top three picks in the NPA draft. That's Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, and Cam Reddish. Um, and we're not even talking about Trey Jones, who is another five-star recruit, who hasn't blossomed as much as those will yet. But down the season, when all of their prospects develop, this will be a very dangerous team.
0: I, I definitely, I think that they had like the top three, three recruits in the nation or something like that. Uh, Coach King done an outstanding job recruiting down there. Um, and for right now, he's not even involved in that uh, the sort of FBI scandal. So um, they're just they're playing good basketball, and they're going to continue to do it all season. Uh, that's definitely it. Could be a thirty five, thirty six win team um, down down at the end of the road here.
1: Yeah. Um, another team that's been very impressive so far, if to me, is Michigan. Um, they have what I view as the most impressive win of the season, as they traveled to Villanova and beat them by thirty. In a rematch of last year's national championship game and it was a game that had a lot of defense played it was 73 46 so it wasn't the offensive show that duke kentucky was but it was still a very impressive showing by a michigan team that's rebuilding a little but still it's very good
0: it's never easy to go on campus to a 12000 seat arena and and be a team and, and only give up 46 points um it's, it's just, it's never, especially a team at the caliber of Villanova who's won multiple national championships in the last couple of years. Um, it, it's really, it, it's never easy, and I think it was a, a very good statement from, from the, the Mason Blue there.
1: Yeah. Um, Villanova had lo- lost by double digits since 2015. That shows you how consistent they've been. Jim uh, um, Wright's
0: done an outstanding job at Villanova, and I don't think this means you should put them in the back of, the, back of your pocket. Um, it's still November. The Big I, East is the Big East is deep this year. So I think um, they're going to be challenged a lot more.
1: I think it's a wide-open Big East conference. Um, and that kind of takes us to Creighton, one of our local teams. Um, and in this new Big East, it's kind of found, been finding itself over the years and it's been bo- dominated by Villanova. But what do you think for this year's? Who um, do you think is going to take on the top? I mean, title? as I
0: said, the Big East this year is going to be... Uh, deep, it's going to be a lot, and I think Creighton's going to find themselves just on the outside of that. Um, they're young; they have a um, a lot of potential to to grow here this year, and then be a decent team next year. But um, I definitely think that it's it's going to be Villanova or Marquette or um, maybe even like if St. John's can sneak in there if they can get healthy, if they can stay healthy, if Shamori Pons can yeah. perform like he's supposed to this year. Um, so I, 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 agree. I, I think it's a wide open league. I think there's probably f- three, four five teams that could take it all. Um, and it's really just going to depend on, on how those teams fare on the road.
1: Uh, yeah. I don't think we're going to see any Big East team get to 14 wins this year in conference. I agree. Um, I think a 12 and 6 or a 13 and 5 might be good enough to win the regular season Big East. That's how balanced it is this year. um. What could that lead to for a potential NCAA seeding? I hope that the selection community will realize that the Big East will have no easy games this year. Even DePaul is much improved. Yeah. So I think they might not have the vaunted records of Villanova and Xavier last year. But I think they're still very... Good and tested teams come March. That's... And uh, and I mean the
0: the Big East and Big Ten Gava Games Challenge this year. The only two teams that got wins from the Big East were DePaul and Georgetown. So that just shows you that the not not it's not to say that it's going to be they're going to be bad on a national level as a conference, but it's to say that that's how deep they are. Um, yeah, that that even DePaul is out here getting wins um, against uh,
1: Big Ten opponents. hmm. Um, now Creighton. For Creighton specifically, um, what do you think the ceiling for them is this year? I think they're going to be a 15 16 win
0: win team. Um, I don't. I don't think they'll be a tournament team. They can. They might be able to find themselves on a buzzle, on the bubble um, towards the end of the year. But this year, they've got some transfers. They've got some freshmen. Um, they have two seven footers in in the paint that are going to help them. And as they improve, this team's going to improve. But but I still feel Uh, that this year is definitely going to be a a get-back-on-your-feet type of year, Um, especially with all the circulation off the court. Um, They have been involved in that scandal a little bit. They've been mentioned. So um, I think they're going to have to deal with that along with just being young and kind of improving their basketball game.
1: Yeah, I think this is a team that's still trying to find their identity as what they are as a team. Um, I think past Creighton teams have been a lot of offense-oriented shoot orientated, shoot the three uh, like that, and score 90, maybe give up 80, but win. This year, I think they're going to play a mix of strong defense and strong offense at times, but also struggle at times.
0: Yeah, and I, yesterday, or pardon, when this is recorded, it would have been as of last night, but on Thursday, they played. they hosted Ohio State. A very underrated Ohio State team. That's that's deep. That has a lot of talent. Um, that's gonna that's gonna I think shine in the Big Ten this year, um, and and they they only lost by nine and um, they played them really close. They had chances to win it. They were within
1: um, two points in the second half.
0: And I think that that kind of just shows the youth um, not being able to close out a game like that. Um, but that's something that they're gonna work, obviously work on. That's something that. Um, that could easily come around here in the next year or Mm -hmm. so. And um, I I don't think this year is anything special for them, but um, it'll come back around. They're coming
1: up on the Cayman Islands Classic, which is an in-season tournament, and I think that could show us a lot about their potential. They start with Boise State, always solid from the Mountain West. Then they could play St. Bonaventures from the Atlantic 10 or uh, Georgia State from the Southern Conference, I believe. Both are solid mid-majors. Then they could potentially see Clemson or Georgia in a title game.
0: Or even Illinois State, who's at the top of the Missouri Valley. Mm -hmm. So um, they're going to be tested this year, not only in the Big East, but in the non-conference. They have Gonzaga at home, which is a a top 10 team um, at this point, probably be top five by that point. And then they have to go on the road to Nebraska. And, and Nebraska's a team they beat seven years in a row, but this this might be the year for the Cornhuskers. Yeah. What do you think about that matchup?
1: I, I think the Cornhuskers can play with anyone in the country this year. They've got a really strong core. They've got Glenn Watson Jr., James Palmer Jr., Isaiah, Isaiah Roby, Roby um, Thomas Allen, all guys who could potentially make an All-Big Ten team. Uh, they're really deep. They have a great defense. They have a fantastic offense. I think this is Nebraska's best year in a long time.
0: I think this could be the year that they get their first tournament win. Uh, I truly believe that. Um, they have, um, They yeah, like you said, they have a lot of depth. And the when the Pinnacle Bank Arena is full, it is rocking, and it is hard to play in. So um, I think Nebraska's got a lot of things on their side this year, and it's going to be a good year in the Big Ten
1: um I agree I think Nebraska can win the big Ten this year legitimately uh I also they also have Isaac Copeland who's a really good forward um so they have a presence inside they have shooters um and in a pretty wide open big Ten I yeah. think they I I predict them to come out on top
0: and, and going back to that Gavit games matchup, they played one of those mid-Big mid East teams in Seton Hall, probably five or six finished this year, um, and they beat him by 13. And, 23. Or pardon, 23. It was, yeah, sorry, 80-57. That's my math. Um, but that, I mean, 23 is even better than 13. They they absolutely destroyed uh, this. this Decent Seton Hall team, so that uh-huh. just, just kind of goes to show um, what they're going to be able to do this year in, in terms of running with anyone in the country.
1: Um, and throughout the rest of the Big Ten, you've got your traditional powers on top. Michigan, who we already said, is one of the best teams in the country. Uh, that's, I think, the main competition for Nebraska this year. There's also Purdue, who lost a lot. but still have arguably the best player in the country in Carson Edwards. Michigan State, who played Kansas really close. So, it's going to be a good year in the Big Ten this year.
0: Yeah, I agree. And um, I think that the Big Ten is going to be a, a multi-bid league. Um, obviously, they're not going to be one of yeah. the big, big, big Ten, but I think that, that they'll, they'll be deep in the tournament this yeah. year again. Um, they've got a lot of talent. It's not going to be easy, but I think the Cornhuskers can come out uh, in a fairly well, fairly good spot headed into the NCAAs this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and with that, let's move into UNO. Um, Omaha this year is kind of on a skid again. Um, last year, they had lost a lot, a couple transfers, graduation, um, and they kind of fell apart. And this year, they don't seem to be picking it up as of right now.
1: Um, I still think they're... Two years ago, they were in the Summit League Championship game in their first year of NCAA tournament eligibility. And I think after that, they had a few players transfer out, like you said, and they've kind of been on the decline. Um, they didn't get totally embarrassed by Minnesota to start the season. It was, it was a respectable 10-point game for a, a while, and only at the end did it get kind of out of hand. Um, then they played Division Three Buena Vista, won that easily. but la- On Thursday, they lost to Northern Arizona at home. What are your reactions to that game?
0: Well, in that Buena Vista game, first of all, um, it took them until the second half because they were either tied or, or down, I think, maybe up by just a couple at halftime. They really struggled in that in that, um, op- in that that home opener there. But um, as far as the Northern Arizona game, I think it goes to show that this Omaha team's not just going to, you know, have a magic overnight, all of a sudden we're an NCAA tournament team kind of thing. Um, or even really, maybe even not a Summit League tournament team this year again. Um, just because they're just because they're young again, and um, I think Darren Hanson knows what he's doing down there. Though he's mm-hmm. been there for a long time, his system's been in place, and I think that um, the Summit League they can get a couple wins and they can they can find confidence and figure themselves out.
1: Um, um, they've got some good players, Mitchell Hans, Zach uh, Jackson, and I think they they can turn it around. I think the non-conference might be a, bit, a little bit rough, but. Um, they'll be competitive in the Summit League this year. Maybe not win it all, with uh, the dominator at South Dakota State. Um, Another
0: yeah, Nebraska kid, He's yeah. From out West,
1: um, but they can be competitive. And uh,
0: this year, for sure. In those transfers, uh, was one uh, Treshawn Thurman, who was a Omaha Central grad, and he transferred out to what's now a top five, top six. I think they're ra- six they're ranked team. six right now in Nevada. Um, What do you think about the Wolfpack
1: this year? Um, The Wolfpack are a very good team. Uh, They have Cody and Caleb Martin, uh, Trey Sean Thurman, um, they have Jordan Caroline, who are all very strong players, potential NBA players, and um, they're a great shooting team. They can play a little defense too, and it will be very dangerous come March. I,
0: I think that they can definitely come up on on some on a good tournament seed. I think the Mountain West they should be able to breeze through. Um, they're they're really they're stacked this year. Um, uh, I don't really know how else to put it. They're they're going to be a very very good team, basketball team. A team that's going to be fun to watch. Um, put up a lot of points.
1: Um, this is probably the best Nevada team ever, um, and. Might be the best mid-major team this year,
0: uh, unless you you gotta throw Gonzaga you, in that Gonzaga,
1: conversation. I don't consider Gonzaga a mid-major team. Okay. They're in a mid-major conference. Um, I don't consider them a mid-major team. Okay. Um, uh, but I think some other there are some other very strong mid-majors this year. Uh, Buffalo, from Mid American, yep. the Mac, uh, beat West Virginia on the road. It
0: took overtime. But they did it, and it was a very, very impressive win. It got them their first ranking ever in the AP poll. They came in at number 24 this week, I believe. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's 24-25. or 25. And then they went um, on the road and, and struggled at Southern Illinois, but they they closed that game out, and yeah. they figured out they won by 9-10, I think. Yeah.
1: Southern Illinois is a team that will be at the top of the Missouri Valley, along with Loyola Chicago. Um but Buffalo, they have big games coming up at Syracuse and at Marquette. They win those; they're in a good place for an at-large bid, even if they don't end up winning the MAC.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, even in the MAC, where it's it's either a one bid league or it's two bid with Buffalo getting upset there at the in the tournament. Um, I think they can do it if if they can split that Syracuse Marquette or even sweep it. Um, I think they have a decent chance. Marquette just lost to Indiana. And, uh, and Syracuse on, on the road isn't really that much of being on the road considering it's from Buffalo, New York to Syracuse, New York. It's like halfway across the state. Um, so I think that they can definitely they can definitely uh, put themselves in a really good spot here towards the end of the non-conference.
1: Yeah, I think they're the mid-major team that stands out the most that's done stuff to help their resume. Um, because a lot of mid-major teams will have – opportunities at Power 5 teams, it's just really hard to convert those up. Or Power 7, I should say, with the American and the Big East. But it's it's hard to um, take advantage of those opportunities all because most of them are on the road. And Buffalo has been doing that and are in a great position.
0: American, Big East, Big Ten, whomever, whomever. Who is your final four picks?
1: Um, I like... Virginia, out of the ACC,
0: coming off that loss to UMBC in the first round I think last year,
1: they have a lot this year. They'll play strong defense as ever, as always. Um, and I think last year's loss will give them motivation in this year's tournament. Okay. I like Duke. Can't argue with talent. Um, I like Gonzaga, uh, and I like Michigan. Okay. What about you? Uh, I like Duke. Obviously, that
0: trio of freshmen is going to do wondrous things, and I like them to win the national championship. Um, but it all—I mean, it all kind of depends on where they are in the bracket, and where everyone else is in the bracket, see who they who they would get in the final four potentially. Um, but I do like Duke. I like Kansas. Um, I think it was a little—they got jumped in the AP poll last week or this week. They were number one. They had beat Michigan State, which is was I think is at eleven this week. Yeah. Um, and so, but they still got jumped. Um, so, I think that was a little premature. I like Duke and I like Kansas in the final four, and then I like Nevada. Um, and the reason I like Nevada over Gonzaga is um, I feel like they'll be a little more well tested um, in, the, in the Mountain West than Gonzaga will be in the, in the West Coast. In the Conference. West Coast. Um, because Gonzaga's uh, perennial like big opponent has been St. Mary's, and they're not supposed to be that good this year. Yeah. So, I think Gonzaga's going to run, absolutely run through the, the West Coast Conference, and they're not going to be as battle tested as Nevada. That said, uh, Gonzaga's been—they've been competitive a lot in the last couple years, and that could be—that um, kind of could be a argument there. But I do like Nevada, and then I also like. Who's your fourteen?
1: I—I said Michigan.
0: Michigan, yeah, I like Michigan too,
1: um,
0: because of that big win at, at in Philadelphia. I think that said a lot about who they're going to be this year. Um, depending on how well they can fare in the Big Ten, because like we said, it's deep. It's—it's going to be a lot. Um, I think I think that Michigan can definitely prepare themselves well for the NCAA tournament. They Durham. say
1: defense wins championships. Michigan has been the most impressive defensive team to me thus far. That's it's why I had them in my final four. It's hard to
0: argue giving up forty six points on the road on on campus
1: in a smaller environment like
0: that. Yeah. Against the defending national champion, nonetheless, um, to whom they lost last year. Yeah. And
1: clearly in the championship game.
0: Exactly. So. And with that, I think we're going to wrap up. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week.